Hi friends, welcome back to the Worldwide Friends Podcast. I'm Meredith here in New Zealand where we are almost two weeks into our official lockdown period. In this episode, we welcome Steve back to the pod for a chat about life in Stroud. We discuss what a Seinfeld episode would look like during COVID-19. We talk about Steve's current job and his transportation to work uh, and the difference between life in the country and the city right now. Listen to the end for a game that Steve suggests we take part in. I'll list the current adjectives he's already found in the show notes. It'll make sense at the end. I hope you enjoy this episode and I hope you're staying safe wherever you are. So a two-metre broom, you take that to the supermarket. Yeah, Yeah, take the two-metre broom and then, you know, sort of swing it about in front of you like a (laughs) divining rod. Would you tape it to you somehow, or would you I, like? I, I, hold I it? guess you could, you could, yeah, you could sort of like stick. Um, yeah, uh, do you remember those um, belts um, that people used to wear to to keep flags in? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, like like they, they had a little holster thing, so you could possibly sort of keep it in there to control it with one hand to um, do your shopping, push a trolley with the other. I've I've yet to take the broom out, uh, <laughs> fashion a broom handle, but you, you know it, it it could be an idea. Have you been to the supermarket recently? Yes, certainly have. Um, yeah, we 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 went down last Friday. Yeah, it was it was very depressing because basically, yeah, Friday is my favourite night of the week at the supermarket. It's, it's got like a buzz in it, and I kind of know I can get down the beer aisle. There's pe- people picking up the old takeaway pizza, and then our supermarket was like one in, one out, and people are just sort of wandering around, a bit zombified. Yeah, it was a bit of a, bit of a sad state of affairs. <laughs> like you know, certain aisles are absolutely like bare. You, you can't yeah. get, get certain foodstuffs, and that just like the sort of the Friday night joy is not down the supermarket. You're know, like sort of skipping gaily through the <laughs> aisles, picking up. You know, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'll get a few packs of crisps for the night. Then you think, oh yeah, no, it's, it hasn't got the joy down there anymore. It's um, it's not. It's not the same. It's kind no, of no. yeah. Yeah, when I went down the other day, there was a queue, so it was kind of one in, one out as well. Yeah, and yeah. there was one guy who actually stopped and tried to interact with somebody else, but most most people were just kind of, you know, yeah, like you say, kind of yeah, zombified. Yeah, and, it, yeah. yeah, it's um, it's a sh- it's like um in Seinfeld. I don't know if you've ever seen the Soup Nazi episode. Yes, where <laughs> yes. Pe- people are like, yes. One crab bisque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then move, moving on. And then someone tries interacting, like Elaine pops in, like tapping on, on the counter. And uh, yeah, everyone's just like, no, no, do not do anything. It's kind of like that. You just, can I, can I, can I talk to the person behind the till? <laughs> Luckily, these days, Sainsbury's have got like the guns, um, the, the, the barcode guns where you can scan it yourself. So you just fill up your trolley, beep, beep, beep. Oh, yes, tap, as you tap. go. Like yeah, yeah, tap, tap. Yep. yeah, yeah. Tap your card on the way out. It's delightful. I actually, when you said guns, I actually thought that you were going to say, like, for reals guns. Like... Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, uh, along with massive two-metre poles, we've, all, we've also got guns in all supermarkets in order to really, really force the distance. <laughs> They've beefed up their security. 
Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. If, if yeah, if the two meter pole don't work, the old uh, the old Smith and Wesson sure will. <laughs> It would it would make quite an interesting Seinfeld episode, wouldn't it? Mm. Oh. The current state of the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. I think I, so. I've, yeah, I fully agree. I mean, yeah, but people would well. I mean, just just sort of what the rules basically, like yeah, yeah flouting the rules. Do you stick with the rules? Like who who's who's sort of keeping the rules? Who stood at the front door? Like you know, maintaining peace. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. can you imagine George Costanza? <laughs> right he, exactly, yeah. Well, he he would be absolutely paranoid, I think, of ke- yeah. of getting anything. Kramer would be sort of taking down the sort of table full of oranges, <laughs> it, it made into a pyramid somewhere. <laughs> Elaine would be brazenly uh, just sort of you know <laughs> flouting everything. Like, yeah. I, I think it'd be great. Yeah, yeah. The, the four of them, yeah, the four of them go to Sainsbury's. That's right. Or, or Although you, or, here you wouldn't be allowed to go together because no, you really? have one person, one person per family go to the supermarket. Okay. Yeah. So I have, I have heard Waitrose are most upmarket supermarket, other than possibly Marks and Spencer. Or Fortnum and Masons or something, but yeah, you you, you know the Trows. Yes, um, the Trows. I've 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 heard they have stopped um, couples or more than more than one person shopping in there. Um, yeah. I've yet to experience that. They they've got to do what they've got to do. It's it's yeah. a really really strange strange feeling. I, I yeah, Definitely. it's but you know having said that, I've seen so many positive things already like um i've never seen so many people walking down my street and i saw um a dad from across the road walking down the hill with his two little girls and they were skipping down the hill yeah and it was lovely yeah yeah no i I do agree like the the commons up uh, near us are absolutely jam-packed with people now um but yeah people are leaving the house which is probably not a good thing no, no, no. I, mean, I luckily the commons are massive, and when I say jam packed, I mean yeah. there's at least fifty meters between each person. Okay. And um, and you've basically got old people up there, just sort of like they're out with their sort of fly spray. If you get anywhere near them, they're just screeching at you. Or I, I went for a run yesterday, and there was a woman with two dogs. It was down a narrow country lane, and I saw her up up ahead. And I thought, okay, I'll hold my breath or whatever as, as I run by to, to, to make her feel a bit better. But already she'd pretty much positioned herself in the brambles at the side of the road, about five metres away, dragging her dogs in with her. And I uh, sort of gave her a knowing nod. And I'm like, Thank, thanks for stopping. Um, and yeah, no, it's so, yeah, so, so strange out here in the countryside. It would, it would be quite different from living... Mm in the city and I was thinking about this um yesterday when you were because you used to live in Ho Chi Minh quite a while and I was Mm -hmm. thinking what you know I'd quite like to hear what you think it would be like living there during this kind of yeah well yeah I I was thinking that as well I was I was wondering you know um the people that we know around the world um what especially people maybe we, we know in France and Spain who maybe live in more countryside areas, what it's like for them when outbreaks are actually more happening in the cities like in the UK and somewhere like Vietnam. 
Um, it must be really hard to keep anything down because social contacts, people are living so close to each other. Um, it must be really difficult. But if you believe the media in Vietnam, they're tackling it magnificently. But I don't know if that's a communist government trying to assuage fears of like proper pandemics and stuff. But in, in those kind of cities, I, I don't know um, how you could lock things down. How can you lock streets down? I, I guess that's what they're doing. And I, I guess I fear, yeah, you fear for places like India or what, what's, yeah. what's going to happen. It's going to be like wildfire out there. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really don't know. It's, it's a strange thing here. Yeah, living out in the country where you're, you hear of stuff happening almost in a distant land and I'm sure yes. New Zealand's pretty similar to that. It is, I mean we, we are 30 minutes north of, of Wellington mm. city so um, we are, people are re referring to your people that you're living with as your bubble um, yeah. but it does actually feel like we are in a bit of a bubble because mm. um, you know we are surrounded by quite a bit of, of countryside i mean that the actual where we are is quite built up still you can see yeah. houses all around but mm. um so it's not completely like you know it's 10 miles to you you see another living human being but yeah, um, yeah. still it, it's not uh not the same as actually being in a city where you might be you know living in an apartment building or something and, and you come downstairs and, and it's empty you know like it, that yeah. i think that would be really a really eerie feeling um, pretty similar actually to like after the Christchurch earthquakes um, it feels a little bit like that like something major's happened and everyone's yeah. just emptied out and they're at their, they're staying at their homes and there's hardly any movement and there's just this eerie sense of you know yeah yeah you, you, going you, on. yeah you, can, you can't quite put your finger on what's different can you as I look around at the moment looking at my sort of pack of Weetabix uh, <laughs> tub, of, tub of butter three tubs of peanut butter I mean I haven't been panic buying that's just literally um, how fast I go through peanut butter <laughs> it's your but, weekly um, shop <laughs> <laughs> exactly I, I need those three kilogram tubs of peanut butter and um, no but yeah it's, it's an eerie feeling isn't it you can't quite put your finger on it because like I say you feel it in the supermarket which is pretty much the only place you can now visit mm. but ev everything else um yeah you might hear the birds tweeting a little bit louder because <laughs> the cars aren't running anymore but the cars right. are the only noise ar around us so yeah in, in in the countryside where 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 we live um yeah so whereabouts it's, it's, are you situated like in terms um, of geographically geographically i guess for yeah for for podcasters or podcast <laughs> listeners we are in yeah the southwest of england about 30 miles north of bristol in a small town called stroud and we're in an even smaller part of stroud called brimscombe um and we, we've actually just recently we're trying to buy a house um which is annoyingly, I think, being put on hold at the moment, though we're not 100% sure. And we were staying with my parents until it was completed, but due to events, we are now holed up in a in an Airbnb for 
Are we've, you really? We, yeah, we, we've been here for a week. We've paid for two more. So basically, it sort of feels like we're on a holiday in a lovely Cotswold village. <laughs> but um, And I mean, the, 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 the place is delightful. It's kind of like a flat, a studio flat above a garage. Uh, next to a really nice house with beautiful vistas over the valley, but um, we're just continuing our life as normal. We're not we're not here to go and have a lovely walk in the countryside and visit a couple of country pubs, and then go back to our life. We're sort of yeah, so yeah, we're 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 in here and and it's and it's lovely, um, but yeah, just looking forward to um, sorting out a house. But yeah, yeah. we're not really sure what. Um, if people would be able to move and stuff like that so we're kind of in limbo at the moment so yeah that that's our situation um and it's all fine really yeah you have to be a little philosophical um, you do yes definitely yeah. it's there, there's so many people in a worse situation there's so many people who can't isolate themselves people who mm. can't afford to isolate themselves and if the only problem you're going to get is having to um, actually step out of the shower to lather yourself up due to the bathroom <laughs> being in the eaves of the place and you can't yeah. stand up in the shower like if you're lathering yourself up on the bath mat and then popping back into the shower to crouch down to wash yourself off if that's your only problem in life I mean it's not too bad is it is this for real like you're speaking from experience here oh very very much so yes, oh, yes. Dear. It, it, in our in our our, our our studio flat is kitchen slash lounge slash bedroom. Luckily, there's a door on the bathroom. But other than that, it, it has everything else that you'd need. And you're at the moment, you're currently still working, aren't you? Yeah, um, throughout everything. Yeah, our work's pretty much been unaffected. I'm dry stone walling at the moment. Um, I've got two workmates and we all stand well what one one of the workmates is at one end of a very big wall 60 meters the other is at the other end i'm right in the middle so they are very very slowly converging on me as i move slowly to one of them but the fact that you can only build about one meter to two meters of dry stone wall per day means that <laughs> To complete 60 meters, uh, it's going to take a long time before we converge and actually get within uh, the social distancing parameter problems. <laughs> so it is uh, really the ideal job to have during this kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can forget about what what's going on. You stick on a podcast, you, you're out in the middle of fields in the Cotswolds. Luckily, it's been sunny for the last week. Um, and yeah, it's 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 grand. Um, so yeah, I've I've kind of continued as normal. A couple of uh, a quarry that we used has shut down, so we're gonna maybe find it a little bit hard to get more stone when we need it. But other than that, that's really all we need for the job at the moment is Cotswold stone to build the wall and um, and a strong mind to avoid <laughs> complete uh, yeah sort of. Uh, boredom i guess but i mean yeah it, it's not just uh, yeah no it's 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 harder than i thought it might be but um yeah no it's, it's an interesting new skill for me anyway how um, long have you been doing that for oh crikey uh, since i moved back um to to stroud here oh, I've, right. yeah I've, I've, yeah, yeah I, I keep telling people i'm i'm a 
I'm an English teacher um, who's just doing a bit of landscaping and dry stone walling as a stopgap. But <laughs> a, year, a year and a half, um, you can't really fall back on being an English teacher anymore. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I, I, I guess I'm still uh, yeah. It's, it's it's a great job when the weather turns good. It's it's been pretty brutal this winter. Yeah. So, what do you do in the in the winter? You just keep going. Uh, you you stick stick on a um, stick on a waterproof jacket and sort of on a grim face and, <laughs> and re really really do things sort of like yeah, do, carry carry things out in the most miserable face on that you possibly can and just hope that uh, it gets so bad that you actually, you could just go home. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, it, it, it's seldom that bad. It, uh, and it really, yeah, this winter it hasn't been that cold, but it's been super wet. So, um, but you know, yeah, it, it's it's relatively unaffected by this current crisis. Um, yeah. Which is just weird as, as I see everybody around me, yeah, doing the working from home or having to stop completely. It's um, it's it is, strange, isn't it? It's, it's, I mean, you know, there's a lot of talk here about essential services, and then it's yeah. kind of like the, uh, you know, the, the def definition of what that actually means kind yeah. of seems to be kind of moving around a little bit. But mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's strange, isn't it, that some some of the uh, the jobs or the or the professions or or what have you that are mm. that are actually still being able to to carry yeah. on. You guys, you, are you guys actually officially in lockdown there? No, there's um, basically, I think, four reasons you can leave the house and the police right. are enforcing it. But yeah, it's for exercise, for essentials, for work, if you can't do it from home. So that, that and, and there's one other thing which I can't 100% remember, but I don't, it's not an Italy or a China. Mm. Um, and yeah, your, your exercise is one one piece of exercise per day um which may have resulted in me nearly um actually topping myself yesterday <laughs> not topping myself but uh, yesterday as i dragged myself out for a two-hour run having never not been running for about three months and uh, oh, yeah no. uh, yeah i I'm, I'm i'm sure you've experienced the over over exaggerated run and the insane fatigue <laughs> I have indeed, but I don't think I have I've I've ever done it to that extreme. Like yeah. I had three weeks off because I was was sick, and okay. I went running um for the first time in three weeks, and I went for half an hour. Okay, so, oh, good, good, good yeah. effort. Yeah, no, I I, I dragged myself ten <laughs> k's after yeah, not 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 having run in in a while. Just thinking, okay, this is my one exercise for the day. I'm really going to make that count and um, maybe foolishly pushing it a little too far but I'm, I'm sure that there's many people like that uh, around here and I really don't think especially in the countryside areas people are policing it as stringently mm. as it, I mean it's a common sense thing really I, th I think I, I guess it's, it's again it's a difference between the country and the cities that's right I'm sure, yeah I'm sure in the cities you're just far more visible to far more people are much closer to other people and therefore people are worried about what you're doing and whereas here yeah my I don't think I saw anybody on my run yesterday 
for two hours. I didn't see anybody. There was a few few cars on the road. At one one stage, I was running down the middle of the road. Wow, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite liberating. It was, it was lovely. I mean, it felt a bit 28 <laughs> days later, but, um, you know. <laughs> That's right. It, it, it all kind of does. And I um, we watched the film called A Quiet Place um, yesterday. I don't know if you've seen it. I it's haven't on, seen it, no. It's on Netflix. It's, it's amazing. But it's um, so, something bad has happened in this world. And literally the premise is there's a family um, who have survived whatever this thing is. And you soon find out whatever it is, it preys on noise. So their entire life in order to survive, they must stay silent. So I'm not, I'm not going to ruin it for you because I, I, it was a really great and atmospheric film. But it was, it was kind of, yeah, I, it reminded me a little of of our our current times. Yeah. yeah, does that sounds quite interesting actually. Might have to yeah. watch that. Well, thanks check, for the check. film recommendation because that yeah, was going to be check. one of my questions. But there you go, a quiet, a quiet place. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it, it was it was very good. Um, so, I, um, I, I can I can give you a film that you shouldn't see as well, which okay. we last week. It's yeah. called This Is Forty. No, never bother with that. Okay, thank it's you. It's a Judd Apatow. Yeah. <laughs> is that a Netflix one as well, is it? Uh, I think it might have been on Netflix. I'm not sure. It was uh, it was uh, some vacuous rubbish that went on. <laughs> I love it. Film to watch, film not to watch. A- exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. Just going back to the, uh, the reasons why you're allowed to leave the house, because mm-hmm. um, I saw an article on line about um, police stopping some mm. three people in a car who went to pick up an eBay package. Yeah. Um, and and I thought, oh, that's, what are they? That's weird. But, you know, yeah. I mean, that, that's a bit stupid, really, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. But it's probably not the best thing to be doing right now. But now what that you've said, you know, you've got four reasons why you're allowed to leave the house. Yeah. It kind of makes a little bit more sense. Why yeah, the, the, this is it. I, th- I think it's it's the essential um, it's the essential thing. I, I, I don't know if you were reading the same one, but it was one police had stopped a man because um, he'd driven 60 miles to pick up some windows for £15 because they, they'd stopped him on like, um, I guess they, the police in certain areas are stopping people asking, is this an essential journey? And they'd stopped him and he'd driven 60 miles to pick up some windows for £15. And then they found his wife in the boot. Like he, not, not not in a sinister way. Literally, she couldn't fit in with the windows, so she actually had to just sit in the in the booth. And so he he was done on a traffic offence, as you're not actually allowed to ride in the booth. But so was he done on two charges for a non-essential journey and somebody riding in the booth? I, I think I've I've had it on good authority that the police are attempting to police by consent at the moment. Right. Um, and that they they are at the moment not really wanting to um, enforce the law with, with fines, but yeah. they they are they are going to start doing it. So, but I I, I think because they got him on the traffic offence, they they were like, okay, um, you've got enough punishment. But I, I'm I I don't know if the police are going to be coming down stronger on stuff like yeah, seeing three people out, um, more than two people out. Um, 
or yeah, stopping more people to find out if they're making essential journeys. I'm I'm not too sure. I, t- time will tell. And everyone's like staring staring at the stats. That's right. Because <laughs> in the countryside, you probably wouldn't really see that much of a police presence as much as you would in no. the city. Like, so I wonder what you know. Because obviously, you used to live in London mm. as well, and I'm wondering what it would be like living in London right now. Wow. Yes, no, I'd, I'd, I'd like, to, I'd like to hear it. Like, yeah, any, anyone in the in the bigger cities, just those yeah. deserted streets, and the, must be, must be even, even weirder, um, I guess. But then we we keep seeing pictures of the tube and people trying to go to work. Yeah. On off, off, often packed platforms still at, at rush hour and stuff, which is. But probably due to the fact that there's less trains or fewer trains and. Um, people still do need to get places like you know, nurses and doctors and that's right yeah police and, yeah. yeah yeah and like in remembering in london obviously pretty much like hardly anyone owns a car so they are heavily exactly. reliant on public transport yeah, yeah. to to get to yeah. work whereas here um you know most you know pretty much everybody has a car mm-hmm. um yeah i mean we we live on a on a bus route um oh yes and so <laughs> It, it takes so, a while to get into Wellington from your way, though. Still, yes, doesn't it? it does. Yeah, so you have to catch. Uh, well, when uh, Paul used to work in the city, you have to catch one bus, which we're on the end of the bus route. So even though it takes five minutes drive to get to the train station, the bus takes yeah. twenty-five minutes yeah, because we're at the, yeah, that's right, round the houses, and um, then the train is probably about twenty minutes. So. Yeah, it yeah, takes a while to get into the city from here. But by yeah. car, you'd probably be able to get in there about 25 minutes. Oh, I, 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 absolutely. I mean, car, car, is, car is king around here. Um, car is king. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, I mean, for, for me at the moment, luckily, I'm working fairly close to where we're staying. But we have two work vans and there's three of us. But due to social distancing regulations, um one of us is not allowed to use those vans, obviously, because there's two drivers or one yeah. driver per van. So, so Muggins here has been forced to um, get on his bike, um, which <laughs> is, um, is, is is quite nice on the way home as I'm working atop a hill and living uh, in the middle of a hill. Uh, but actually getting to work is really annoying at the moment. So I've got to go right uphill on my bike. But, you know, uh, again, I'm, I'm pretty lucky to be working so close that I can cycle. That's right, yeah. Content, continue, I, I guess, earning money. I mean, who, who knows what our money is going to be worth at the end of all of this? Um, yes, that's, that, that is a yeah. slightly scary thought. And I, and I think, yeah. I, I wonder if with, with where you are with, in the UK in general, um, is there a next kind of level of more of a lockdown or just i think there i think there can be there there obviously can be because at the moment it all seems very advisory here um i know yeah you chatted to tim last week in spain and i think Mm. they're fairly strong on the lockdown um so yeah they, they can obviously fire the police out um to stop people being out for more they can put blocks up on um I guess on roadblocks to ask more people if they're making essential journeys, they can, I guess, maybe shut more food stores. I don't know what they did in China. I don't know if China just relied on 
takeaway and deliveries the whole time. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure how they did it over there, but yeah, there's not I, a lot I, of information coming out as there about really no, the intricacies of what daily life looked like for them while they I, were completely I, I, shut I, I, down. I, I, and very interesting, interesting to find out. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, there, there are there are stages. I I think that they could go more. They could say you're not allowed out to exercise. I mean. So anyone on the streets, I mean, yeah, this is all getting a bit, yeah, or Orwellian nightmarish. It really uh, is, isn't it? But, but you know, you know, and uh, yes, we 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 have to trust in the fact that you know, the government at the moment has these powers and they're not going to use them for nefarious purposes um, once it's all over. But I'm, I, I'd I'd like to think the UK. Um, is not going to go down that route. Though, though I did read about Hungary, um, who already have a pretty bit, bit of a nutter in charge, I think, and they voted to give him these fairly swinging powers in time of emergency, and they're just thinking he's going to continue these powers to censor what he wants to censor and clamp down on criticism of government when it's all over. So, yeah, you, you know, it's, there's got to be a balancing act, hasn't there? Yeah, definitely. And um, I think I'm feeling more grateful than ever to be living where I am right now with the type of leadership we've got going on here. Um, exactly. Being very exactly. transparent. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice nice to be on an island at the end of the world with some... <laughs> sure is. Like, yeah, good, good, good people in in charge with, with some forward forward thinkers in charge. It's... Um, yeah, it feels like a safe, safe way to be. Yeah, it does. And it, it does feel slightly safer than some other places. But then again, you know, like what you're saying, you're in the countryside, you're away from things like that. I mean, I can imagine that does feel pretty safe as well. Yeah, you know? yeah, it, it, it does. I mean, I, I guess it, you, to get to the root of it, you wonder what is driving people's fear. Are they, are yeah. they scared themselves of yeah. getting it, or are they? as everyone wants to be scared for passing it on to the older and the more frail. And I'd say deep down people are, they're a little bit scared of getting it themselves, really, aren't aren't they? Even though the data suggests that you will survive it and it will be fairly mild, it's still in the back of your mind. If there's like a lone gunman roving around a city, you're probably not going to go out in the city like the... That's um, right. Yeah. The, the Washington sniper they had yeah. all, all that time ago. You, you know, there was one madman taking out random people and, you know, people were locked down in fear uh, because of that. And this is very similar. Like the the odds of you getting shot by the Washington sniper were tiny, but enough to kind of lock down a city. And um, I guess that that's what we're dealing with here. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, it is. And I mean, in, in some way, just to deepen the analogy that you're making there, which I really yeah. like, by the way, um, Thank you, <laughs> you can't necessarily see where mm. the Washington sniper is, a.k.a. the virus, because yes. it's, you know, invisible. So it's, you know, that adds to the fear, I think. Um, it it is, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the un- unseen peril, really, I, That's I right. guess. Yeah, p- people do keep going on like you know wartime lockdowns, and yeah. you know everyone harks harking back to World War One, World War Two, when you know in my day I 
but he did lock down uh, as I lived on two apples and a, a stale loaf of bread and I was fine but then you, you had a visible foe or a visible enemy it was yeah. it was tangible wasn't it whereas yeah. um this is that that mystery that sort of uncontrollable you you can't use your your strength you can't use your skills your wits you know it, it's something your body will do for you to fight if your body's strong enough i, I guess and people are worried that your body's not so especially okay. yeah vulnerable people as well and so uh, yeah yeah it, it, it'll be interesting to see how how everything uh turns out i guess yes it will and i mean i think we're we've got four weeks of our official lockdown here in level four and we're almost one week into it so far. And I think um, the adrenaline is kind of starting to wear off and the, the, the the huge reality of another three weeks of this is starting to sink in here anyway. And just from what I've been kind of seeing on some social media and things like that. And I'm, I'm wondering if, I mean, this may not be the case for you so much being, away from a lot of things but Mm. is there one thing that you've kind of seen or experienced that has really made this whole thing kind of sink in a little bit more for you like um yeah i mean i I guess um having to move away from my parents that that really made it sink in um i know um yeah we, we were being a little careful because they are officially vulnerable people being over 70 and literally we've we've moved one minute drive away from them but we can't at the moment (laughs) sort of go around and see them and you know it was it was a fairly teary goodbye when if we were living in london or another country or somewhere else this wouldn't be that difficult it's it's strange because we had that closeness we were living with them then to be kind of apart um has has made made it that much more difficult and um you know yeah i I guess that that's something that's like you know what why why is why is this happening um yeah i think it's uh the choice factor isn't it it's like you hmm. are being made to do this whereas you know like beforehand if you were living in London it's your choice to live there and and you're Mm -hmm. you're kind of imposing the distance but actually now somebody else's well something else's situation is being Mm -hmm. said actually no you can't be together and so um when you don't have a choice I think that that makes it hard um I I mean on a on a lighter note I um very annoyed by uh, morning television at the moment I'm forced to watch (laughs) I'm forced to watch it I'm I'm forced to watch King of Queens in the morning now due to the overburdening of endless news stories that they're yeah. just repeating round the clock um, on other other channels. You know, I I know that's being a little flippant, but uh, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. Um, it. It's I mean, yeah, news has 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 really gone mad it, it's it's too it's too much really the the constant repetition i think i heard the same story i was watching bbc news this morning in 30 minutes i might have heard the same story three times and i don't even think it was a particularly true story and they just 
just keep keep sort of re repeating it and repeating it and you know in in this country last week we just had a beautiful weather week not one person has remarked on the weather i mean what's happening to us that, that's that, all that, you, that you normally what, talk about <laughs> all we'd be talking about was the beautiful weather no one's even noticed that it was sunny for an entire week it's like i mean you know you know it's it that that, that kind of thing uh, does irk me but yeah it, you know that i think there's something to be said for um switching off your news feeds um endless endless news oh, consumption um just uh yeah go and listen to a lovely podcast go and have a walk in the woods if you've got that's any right woods. i think yeah, yeah definitely or and, around um, your garden and and light heart if you are watching things on tv turning the news off but watching something else um, yeah. Light-hearted, I think, is the way to go. Yes. We were watching um, an episode of Shakespeare and Hathaway last night. Oh, I don't um, even know what that is. Oh, don't you? No. I think I think oh, she'd probably quite enjoy it. Would I? A uh, 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 whimsical flight of fancy. Uh, it's it's whimsical, yeah. It's it's it a whimsy, bit of a <laughs> it's a bit of a well. Dare I say, in some ways, slapstick kind of um, okay. uh, crime drama. Uh, okay. oh, are, they, are they a couple of cops? They're a couple of private investigators. Oh, very nice. Yeah, okay, Shakespeare. So All right. One of them is uh, Shakespeare, the girl. She is mm -hmm. um, kind of uh, finds herself. Um, yeah. working with this man, who, Frank, who's a private investigator. She kind of accidentally stumbles into it mm -hmm. and then and happens to be very good at it. <laughs> so okay. they partner oh. up and then they, they go around um, solving solving crime. It's, um, um, missing yeah, person. Lo lo lovely. Is, it, is each one loosely based around a Shakespeare play? Uh, sort of, yes. I okay. mean, it is, it is set, set in Stratford. Uh, there are it some... is in Stratford. Yeah. <laughs> not, Strat not East London, Stratford upon Avon. Yes. Or... Yes. Wow. Um, and there are okay. some Shakespeare lines that kind of just happen to seep into the dialogue. Okay. Um, right. You know, every now and then. But, so it's, uh, it's a yes, bit knowing. It's, it's an enjoyable romp. Well, that, that, there you go. Well, I, I happened upon an old episode of Dad's Army yesterday as well. Oh, did you? Um, so, you know, uh, Pike had his head caught in some railings <laughs> and, and, and the, old, the old lads had to camouflage him up because there was some like some top brass coming around to see what they were up to. And, uh, you know, all all merriment ensued. And uh, that Scottish fella. Oh, no, not not the Scottish fella. Um, the one fella just kept shouting, don't panic, yeah, um, which was great for the for the current period. <laughs> yes, I think that's. Good advice. <laughs> yeah, don't don't but don't panic. You know, don't panic buy. That, that's for, that's for sure. Yes, definitely. Don't panic buy is is very good advice. Not yeah. needed. Our supermarkets no, no. are fully stocked. And um, yeah, just maybe maybe one last last thing to um, leave it on. What one thing that I have noticed is the complete and utter overuse of the word times. Like you know, these times. Oh yes. Current times. We, we we've actually started making a list of all the adjectives that go with times that that you hear it. If you start listening to the news, just try and write down as many. We've we've got um stuff that we've heard: unprecedented, testing, trying, trouble, dark, 
tricky, sad, difficult, interesting, most desperate of. <laughs> and that's just a soup song of the list of the most overused words <laughs> um, at the moment, which is t- these times or the these times. times. Yeah. yeah uh, pl- plus, plus a sort of sad adjective. Um, so you, you know that that's that's one of my bugbears. But keep, keep a little listen out for it. Um, you you two can play along with that that sort of I game. I will. Yeah. Yes. Has this game got a name yet? Is it? It I it ha- hasn't got a name. No. Right. It's it's just you know I, I I guess it allows you to sort of center yourself in the present moment. It just, it just means you're just noticing what's yeah. happening that's in the right. moment rather than the the noise of everything. You're just like. Oh look, that person's used times again. Yes. Because okay, right. I, I, I must admit the word unprecedented being used like oh, in every almost yeah. every second sentence was grating me a little bit because yeah, it's yeah. kinda like when somebody else says it, it's like you watching like lots of different people around the world or lots of different um officials and health yeah. officials and police and everybody's saying it and it's almost as if they're saying it and they think that they're the first person that's called it that i i, I know it, it yeah, yeah. I, I do it, it must be like a university professor um like marking a set of essays where students <laughs> are just sort of learning how to write and That's they right. just start. They start with a quote from this person or the other, and, and uh, you know, and it, it's the same line every single time. In these unprecedented times, what we need is a real dose of uh, this, that, or the other. And yeah, the professor's just like, oh, please, um, not another one. Yeah, j- but j- yeah, l- listen, listen to the to the news media, which I will. I'm far yeah. too far too much I of. Think Paul and I would. Would like to play along and see if we mm-hmm. can see if we can find any more words that aren't on the list at the moment. Yeah, try, try, try and add to that list. Yes, I will. It, it, yes, it, exactly. Well, thanks very much for your time, Steve. Thanks for the chats. Absolute pleasure. Nice. Really interesting um, yes. to find out what's going on over there. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, got great, great chatting, and we'll um, talk again soon. Hopefully, Ho- we, hope yes, you, you'll, you'll be into interviewing maybe some others from around the globe. Uh, yes, to hear about their, their unique um, situations in these uh, trying times. <laughs> trying times. Strange times. Oh, strange. I'm sure I must have strange on the list, but yeah, I, I didn't have it on that list. Anyway, I used right, it we'll, myself we'll yesterday. Mm. There you go, of course. Yeah. Right. Okay, magic. All right. Okay. Take care of yourself. All right, you too. Bye. Yeah.